Are you struggling to make a podcast? You don't have the content? Well, let me help you. This is THD Country Nerd 252. What I did, I was in the same position, just struggling, didn't know where to go. So I found about the Anchor app. The Anchor app was simple. Download it from the iTunes app or Google Play. That way, our Anchor it allows you to create content, record the podcast, and it easily help you distribute to every podcast platform. Take it from me, easy content. Uh oh, uh oh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to D Country Nerd 252 Podcast. All right, let's get into this. Has anybody been watching AEW lately? I mean, what the hell is going on at AEW right now? Tony Khan, what, what the hell are you putting out there? I mean, come on, man. Why, why do I have a feeling that AEW is already... No, I don't have a feeling. They are. They are already falling on the dangerous path. Now, they're already starting to sign. Well, they're signing all these ex-WWE talent. Okay. And they're using them to push whatever talent that they have. But at the same time, they drop the talent that they have to push the former WWE talent. It's like the same trap that Impact Wrestling was falling in. But they learned from their lesson because they stopped doing it. And you see how Impact Wrestling just stays Impact. They rely on their Young talent, they grow up them and they develop them. They're not trying to compete with AEW or WWE, but you see how Impact Wrestling is running. That's how a wrestling promotion should run. Now, one of my biggest peeves about AEW is it seems like they don't know how to develop talent. I mean, think about Danny Garcia. He's kind of boring. Okay, there's nothing about him that stands out, that impresses me. I mean, yeah, think about this. Now, MJF, his wrestling skills, they're still to be desired, but he's exciting. You know, his promos. So it's like, Cause when I hear MJF, I get excited. I stand up because he's entertaining. I like his intro, his promos. He knows how to get in the head of the, his opponents and how to play to the emotions of the crowd. That's how you get the crowd involved. Yes, sometimes the wrestling sells itself, but at the end of the day, you, you got to have somebody who plays to the emotions of the crowd. And somebody like Dan Garcia does not do any of that. He does not have the checkbox. I mean, having Chris Jericho under his ring, him wrestling Brian Danielson, yeah, that's a nice little push. Or 
you know, how they value him, put himself in that kind of position, but he still hasn't won over the crowd. What you gonna do with that? Do you honestly think he could be a Kyle O'Reilly? An Adam Cole? He's not there yet. And then Darby Allen. Darby, he's he's going nowhere. It looks like he's going to stay the same position that he's in. Doing all these garbage stunt matches. That everybody's going to be amazed about. Like, wow, oh my God, holy shit. That's amazing. But at the end of the day, it's like, that's all you're going to do? I mean, he's no Mick Foley. He's no Abyss. He's no Terry Funk. He's no Jeff Hardy. What do you want to do with that? I can't imagine him being the face of any pro wrestling organization. And FTR. FTR is arguably the best tag team in wrestling. I would have said definitively, but I like the Usos. I really do. They was already a great tag team, but they become better with the blood in the bloodline with their cousin Roman Reigns. And they have also themselves been a dominant tag team. But FTR doesn't even get the right TV time. I mean, you got Jim Ross calling them the next Art and Tully, Midnight Express. Briscoes, all that talent, and they they barely have any TV time. The hell is that? And you got guys like Hobbs, Ricky Starks. I mean, you build Warlow as the next great monster. And look where he's at. Some belt that nobody cares about, and they're feuding with some bombs. I mean, really? And then you got Jungle Boy and Lucha Shores. It was a great tag team, but it's time to split them up. So what do you do? You add Christian, tag team general. He had a great solo career himself, world champion. We'll be in the Hall of Fame someday. Let me get this straight. You have Christian take out Jungle Boy to build Lucha Shores. So that way Jungle Boy can build on himself and start a war with Christian Cage. Now, instead of having the old setup where Lucha Source can be defending Christian Cage, you had him turn back face again. And now Jungle Boy's promos, he's not that good on the mic either. There's nothing, I mean, I think 
You see why I'm frustrated? I'm a bigger Luchasaurus fan than I am Jungle Boy. Luchasaurus, I can see him as the world champion. I can see him possibly being the face of the company besides Wardlow. Or Hobbs, any of those bums. Like, I like Che Jay Cargill. I really do. She's the top five female talent in the world, but eventually he's going to have to give her some competition. I mean, no disrespect to Athena, but you ain't no Sasha Banks. You ain't no Bianca Belair. You ain't no Naomi. I mean, you ain't no Britt Baker. I mean, let's keep it real. You ain't no Rhea Ripley. You ain't no Natalia. Somebody who's a legit threat. I mean, Jay Cargill is going to wipe them off with you and just going to give her some other ball. Now, another thing that's going on right now. Now, they brought, now, Kenny Omega came back. But who knows, is he still healthy? I mean, are you risking his career because you, you, you're short on talent right now? Yeah, because he came back. Now, he looked I right. He wasn't himself. So, hell, I, like I said, I don't know if he's, he's really, really healthy. He hasn't wrestled a match in damn near a year. A little over a year. So who knows about him? And then you got CM Punk, Moxley, and Adam Page. Now, as you know, Punk shot another promo last week about John Moxley. But before I go into that, he talked about Adam Page. He moved to Adam Page. He said, let the apology be as loud as the disrespect. Now, the report is that CM Punk was bothered by something that Adam Page said during their feud a few months ago. Now, of course, Adam Page went off script when he had a scathing indictment against Punk and also reportedly Punk's friend, Colt Cabana. So basically, Punk's response was a receipt to what Adam Cole said. I mean Adam Page said. Then you got more reports. That Punk is being difficult to work with. He threatened to quit. I mean. No shows. It's like the, the same shit you hear back in WWE. And then that when he got on Mox, now don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna lie. What he said about Mox is true. When it came to the Shield, who's one of the greatest factions in WWE history, you were the third best guy in that group. Man, Blackpool Comeback Club. I mean, you're not better than Daniel Bryanson. 
and not a better technical wrestler than Claudia. Now, I get it, his character, he's John Moxley, unscripted violence, ice breaking bones, drinking blood. But at the end of the day, you don't have to bleed in every match. You don't have to bleed yourself in every match you're in. You can have a great wrestling match without blood. You can have a great, you know, a street fight without blood. You can have a great cage match without blood. Every match doesn't have to have blood in it. Okay, kind of ruins the aspect. And the biggest indictment against John Moxley is when Punk was throwing grenades, bullets, you name it, he had really nothing to stand. Only thing he said was, I give him a little credit for it. It probably has some truth into it when he said, the only reason why you're here because you ran out of money. I mean, there's a little truth to that because in the media scrum, Punk, Punk alluded to how his royalty checks on WWE has got a little smaller over the years because they're streaming everything. So, of course, who will probably know that? More than more than mostly, he used to work for WWE. So, by that alone, speaking truth, I would give him that. But other than that, he never worked on his mic skills, and that's the thing about AEW. John Moxley, as great as he is, he still lacks mic skills. And if you're gonna go against somebody like the likes of Punk. A Jericho, a Danielson, you need Mike's skills to go with it. He doesn't have that. Now, I understand he had less creative control when he was in WWE, but at least he had better Mike's skills in WWE because he kind of knew what to say. They gave him the right lines and saying off the top of his head. So that's one thing Mox needs to work on. Now, I know Jim Cornette, who I listen to, the official Jim Cornette on YouTube, he said John Moxley's probably one of the worst wrestlers in the world. I wouldn't go that far. I think that's a stretch. But he just is who he is. He has a lot of Roddy Piper in him. But the only difference is Roddy Piper had better mic skills than him. He has the mocks, no pun intended, of Roddy Piper. I mean, so it's like, with all what I just alluded to, it's like, what the hell is AEW doing? I like, Tony Khan needs to, needs to shake it up real quick. I mean, real quick. Because a few years down the line, you know, money talks. So, TBS or Spike TV, or whatever the networks they are on. I mean, TNT, my bad. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just so frustrated with AEW right now. Because whatever network they're on, they're not going to be happy with what they said. Because eventually, money talks, and they're going to go to somewhere else. Now, WWE is already proven. So, of course, investors are going to go to them. Because even though... The product, the product now that Triple H is the head of creative is starting to improve slowly. They still got a lot more catalog 
on the Vince that, they, that investors could sell on. Now, here's the thing about Vince. Vince may have been out of touch. But at the end of the day, he 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 knew what to, he knew how to somewhat get away with selling talent. Well, let me take it back. He knew how to sell somebody who's not big name, who shouldn't be big name, into a big name. Let me explain. Bret Hart is the greatest, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, big time. But there's also a guy named Ultimate War. Now, Ultimate War, he really didn't have the mic skills, he really didn't have the in ring work, but his persona, the ploy he played, the emotions of the crowd, made him popular. Vince was able to take that and make him more of a household name. And that's why people love the Ultimate War. Vince had the uh, Vince had that skill to do that. That's something Tony Khan does not have, or neither does he have the right people to back him up. That's what made Vince great. That, because there's no way in hell that Ultimate Warrior should be having more pay per view buyouts than Bret Hart, because of how Vince portrayed him, how popular he made him with the fans and how he put him with star matches against Hulk Hogan, Macho Man he was able to Tony Khan can't do that that's the reason why fans started to go to AEW because they was tired of Vince McMahon taking guys who, not, who should not be pushed over guys who are proven. I mean, heck, look at the Miz, reality star. He was on Tough Enough. I mean, he was a gimmick guy, a bum. But what happened? Miz worked his ass off on his skills. He got better on his mic skills. And once he showed Vince enough, Vince was able to take him and make him into a champion. And he was a damn good champion. I mean, Miz is one of the best in-ring workers in wrestling right now. Think about what Vince McMahon did with him. Do you think Tony Khan can take some average guy and turn him to the Miz? Hell no. I mean, him having Sammy Guevara, you know, prancing around like he's some kind of Miz guy, it ain't working. Sammy Guevara is a high flyer artist. Hell, if Sammy Guevara was in WWE, he'd be a bigger star right now. By himself, he wouldn't need Jericho. So it's like, I hope our wrestlers be careful when they go to AEW. You need to be careful. Because if all you want is just a lighter schedule, then go ahead and go to AEW. Wrestle on AEW Dark. Still get paid. Spend time with your family. You won't be on mainstream, 
Heck, Ruby Soho was a big free agent signing. She had one or two months after that she wrestles on AEW Dark. The next time we saw her was her getting her arm broken by Tay Conti in that feud with Eddie Kingston and Jericho. So, literally, that's where they're headed. And I get it with WWE. They're creative. It's funky. But do you know what with WWE, how many times they put stars on Saturday Night Live, Live got on movie deals. WWE can do that for you. Hey, if you don't make it in the wrestling industry, that's okay. We can put you on TV. We can get some movie deals. Boom. So it's like AEW, is, 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 their problems are starting to come to a head now. So Tony Khan, you or whoever you have need to restart the plan. In a few years, you may not be on TV no more. I mean, hell, you brought Ring of Honor. What the hell are you going to do with Ring of Honor? I mean, the former world champion, Jermaine Grisham, he left. So, what the hell are you going to do with that? And if he had Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes would have been there to fix this problem. But nope, he don't want to pay him the money. Cody Rhodes said, I'm out. And as soon as he come back, big money matches. Unfortunately, he got hurt. But when he comes back, he's going to be the champion. Just like that. But I hope AEW gets it right. That's all I have to say. Now, if you agree or disagree with me, wrestling fans, hit me up on my Twitter or hit me up on my Snapchat. I like to thank you guys for listening to this episode. Remember, continue to spread peace, love, and positivity. Never, never let society dictate how you should think or feel. I am is out.